0: Thank you. To Knives Out Minute by Minute, I am Megan Griffin, and joining me for our last episode of the week is Sarah F. Decker.
1: How are you doing? Hello, I am good. Glad to be at the end of the week.
0: Yes, Friday cannot come soon enough for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we are covering minute 14. We are going from minute 14 to minute 1459. Uh, we ended last episode with the final dialogue being, yes, I mean, Walt, he's done well with what, to finish that off, is dad gave him. Mm-hmm. So as you can tell, we are still going to be talking a little bit about this whole self-made business. Yes. Um, we have Linda, who talks about how her dad gave Walt a book twice a year, and he just published it. Um We have Benoit Blanc kind of digging a little bit deeper to understand how much Walt does of this business. Totally Mm -hmm. fishing. He already knows. Um, Linda gets really mad, you know, baiting me. I'm not going to talk about our uh, family stuff to you, to the police. However, her husband Richard does not share this (laughs) same Uh, precaution. Um, And we end this minute on... Wouldn't leave him alone, the poor guy, Mm -hmm. which is Richard talking about Walt
1: harassing his father. Yes. All right. So let's get into this. Yeah. So yeah, we find out a lot about this other family dynamic, and uh, this is one of the early like getting a sense of one of the conflicts in the family, which is that uh, Walt is a Heads the publishing company, which is his which is his father's publishing company, and which it it must do other things, but its main thing seems to be publishing his father's books. Yeah, I mean I assume they publish other things, but there's not
0: really ever any other discussion. At the very least, dad is cash horse. Yes. Cash cow? Yeah. I don't know which animal that's supposed to be, but he is definitely that animal. Yes. Um, Benoit Blanc asks about the merch, the film, TV rights to adaptations, marketing, and everything kind of fishing. Because, of course, your publisher's going to handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, for the most part, it is the publishing company. I was trying to decide if it's more of an agent thing, but either way, uh, publishing companies are definitely involved. And he, he clearly knows that Walt doesn't handle any of
1: this. Mm hmm. Um, as Richard puts it, Walt doesn't run shit. Yeah. Well, and also specifically that there's nothing to handle, essentially, that Harlan is opposed to any kind of TV or film adaptations of his books. Which is an interesting choice. It is. Yes. It's also interesting for that to be like a subject that is a subject of conflict in a movie.
0: Very, very true. (laughs) Very meta. (laughs) Yeah, it is an interesting decision that...
1: um, I don't think we ever really get a reason for why. No, I don't think we do. I mean, he he certainly strikes me as the kind of person, Harlan, who liked having control over things. Oh, definitely. So that would be my guess, is that he did not feel sufficiently like he could control a film or TV adaptation.
0: You're probably right. That That's is my That is probably... A big part of it. uh That being said, he basically owns his own publishing company that's putting out these books, so he would have more input than most right. writers would. I I feel. Yeah. Um. But you're right. He. You know. Most writers don't get to do the screenwriting. They don't. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't get a say in casting. Yeah. Uh. Right now, one of my favorite childhood books just got announced uh that it's gonna have a movie and very very quickly the authors of the books were like we have no say in anything other than that's not true they're saying like they're being brought to the table which is really really great Mm -hmm. um but they don't get a say in casting they don't get to say in anything like that yeah so yeah i think control makes sense
1: yeah so, yeah, and that's just that's just a guess based on his personality. As I said, I don't think they ever say either way.
0: Uh, I really like that Linda calls him out on his bullshit. Oh, uh-huh. Sorry. Uh-huh. And uh, says, you know, I'm, you're not going to get bait me into talking about family drama in front of the police, which is exactly how you're supposed to answer these kind of things if you don't have a
1: lawyer present. And then the smash cut to her brother doing exact, or sorry, to her husband doing exactly what she said that yes. she was not going to do. That yes. it's immediately, like, she's like, you will not beat me into, like, talking bad about my baby brother. And then immediately we go to Richard being like, ah, Richard doesn't own shit, like, you know.
0: Yes. It's so great. Um, and, it, and even to the point where, you know, the, the false surprise on uh, Blanc's face is just... You know, Richard's a dummy. That's very clearly what we're supposed to get out of this.
1: Right. Like Linda is smart enough that she can't, that she recognizes the game. She can't be baited into talking about things that she doesn't, you know, that she doesn't want to talk about. And Richard is some combination of not that smart, but also does not particularly care.
0: Very, very much. I think a, a combination of the two um his the last line of dialogue from this minute which is wouldn't leave him alone the poor guy is in, in response to you know was this a touchy subject mm-hmm. you know did walt try to talk to him did he talk to him the night of the party and and that's where it was so we very clearly know that the movie rights were discussed or adaptations merged, things like that mm-hmm. were discussed the night of the party yes um something else I noticed, uh, I don't know if it was because I noticed the tie in the last minute, but you know, the chair is the big focal point. Right. But there's some great artwork. Oh my god, there is in this house. And behind when you're not focusing on the chair being right next to these people being interrogated, on the other side, there's this painting of this. Wooden box with like scarves or some kind mm-hmm. of material coming out of it with a machete and a skull. Oh, and it's wow. so so great. I just yeah. want to own this house.
1: I know, right? And because there's so many, I and mean, you know, this isn't particularly this minute necessarily, but just kind of the general mise en scene that there's just like I think that's the word, right? Whatever. I think so. Um, that there are so many, even like close up shots highlighting just like the weird stuff that Harlan has in his house. Yes. Um, like, all sorts of odd, like, sculptures and figurines. I remember in particular, there's this, like, very creepy ship's captain.
0: Yes. Yes. So good. Yeah. This house is, like, it's tacky as can be. Let's be honest. But I love it. I love oh, it yeah. so no, much. No, it's great.
1: Like, it's tacky like, in the best possible way.
0: Uh, like, recently, a friend of ours found a $14 million house in Montana. And yes. I... Definitely was like, I want to buy this house and just like host murder mystery parties. Like, this is my Knives Out house. Now, I'm waiting for my roommate, Charlie, to give me the $14 million. But apparently right. the dog is hiding his money.
1: So, It really whatever. is unfair that the dogs do not contribute to rent.
0: No, not at all. I feel like all the rent he owes me would total around $14 million. Right. But, um, you know, it's fine. It's fine.
1: Pay we'll up, Bobby. Are you going to pay up? Are you going to pay up? <laughs> The dog he definitely, like, hmm.
0: oh yeah, he definitely turned around, like, what are you, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but that is now officially my life goal is to own a knives out house just to host murder mystery parties.
1: Right. Now I'm going to start, I think, also like trolling thrift stores for weird yes. stuff. And I will say, now that you're getting, now that you are getting out of New York. Mm -hmm. Um, the, like the Midwest and South, I feel like are much better as places to relatively affordable, get a bunch of weird stuff at thrift stores.
0: I I have to agree in New York, everything, um, thrifting that I've seen tends to be more trendy. Yeah. And and the um, prices
1: go way up.
0: Oh, definitely. And that is just not me. I am down for some weird art to go in my basically almost tripling the apartment size that I currently have. Yep. It'd be great. Yeah. So we are on spoiler Friday. Uh, so for anybody listening, if you are only watching minute by minute or only have watched up to this point, we are about to talk spoilers. So you are going to want to jump ahead or join us again on Monday. Um, but yeah, let's wrap up and talk about the film and some spoilers uh, I assume because you came on to talk to me for five episodes about five <laughs> minutes of this movie that you really enjoyed it.
1: Yes, I really enjoyed it when I saw it in theaters. I actually had not rewatched it until last uh, the other night when I rewatched it to uh, prepare for recording these episodes and rewatched it. It was still really good. Um, and I will say, like, I like a murder mystery kind of movie where I don't guess everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And I didn't, which I like.
0: Yeah, I felt uh, the the killer quotation marks, question mark, whatever you want to put there. Um I definitely guessed but not everything leading up to it. Yeah. Not how it happened and there's certainly parts especially with Marta that I definitely didn't pick up on or, yeah. or didn't pick on uh, pick up on how they would go. This is I think if not my favorite movie from 2019. It's number two,
1: yeah I, I think it's definitely twenty up there for me
0: yeah twenty nineteen was a great year for movies, uh, so it kind of depends on my mood, which one I guess mm-hmm. is number one, uh but this one I, I definitely saw it like I said on Monday in theaters at least two times, I think it was three um and i and I own it and and did a group watch of it during quarantine when they mm. released it early,
1: yeah,
0: um, and it's still i mean everything from you know. The moment Chris Evans shows up in that sweater, Uh. (laughs) the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is very annoyed that she got showed up, not by the kids, not by Chris Evans, but by a sweater Uh in this movie.
1: (laughs) I, I think uh, everyone's sexual orientation might just be that's like Chris Evans in that oh yeah. sweater.
0: Yes, very much so, in fact. <laughs> it is uh, definitely something that, like that, I mean, it sparked so many stories in my head. Mm. Not all of them bad. <laughs> so just great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like this movie is a lot of fun and most people I've talked to have really, really enjoyed it. Uh I was a little worried when I did a group watch of it and Mm -hmm. um, cause you just never know. There's some people with how they feel about movies and stuff that you're just like, I don't know how you're going to take this. And
1: thankfully everybody enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: And we haven't talked about her at all because she hasn't been in any of our minutes, really. Maybe very, very briefly. But I love Ana de Armas who plays Marta. Yes, she is absolutely fantastic. Just everything about her performance is truly amazing. I want her to be in everything now.
0: Yes, I. This was my, I think, first movie that I had seen with her. Apparently, she's been in so
1: too. Same. uh,
0: A few other things, and uh, she's definitely the next Bond girl whenever Mm -hmm. that comes out. Um,
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: Yeah. It was a little strange (laughs) to be, to realize that. Um, But she rocks a really great Bond girl's dress. I'm just going to say it, Uh, but I I am, I'm really excited to see like her range because the movies that she's played in are definitely uh, a range of difference. Um, And it it was really also glad that uh, Catherine, um, Oh, I totally deleted her name. Let me try this again. Uh, I was really glad that Catherine Langford was in this mm-hmm. because the only thing I know her from is Thirteen Reasons Why that's what I associate her with. Yeah, okay. I see that. And and that's not necessarily fair to her. Mm-hmm. I have I I watched some of the first season. That's a whole other story. Right. But it I really do did worry about her kind of like that being her defining role and her never breaking free of that. Mm-hmm. And Seeing her in this, seeing that she's coming out and a few other things, I I have hope that she can. Yeah. Because we we talked about on Monday that she plays this very um, cliche of a rich, why am I totally blanking on this, social justice warrior. Oh, right. I don't know why I kept wanting to put S as Southern.
1: (laughs) All those Southern justice warriors. (sighs) I feel like that actually has warriors. a different implication that's maybe not great yeah
0: no that that probably isn't ex- what she is at all but <laughs> but her role in the movie I think is such a delicate one of um, she is this warrior because she has such a comfort level and when it is taken away from her how quickly
1: yeah
0: um, she doesn't become necessarily evil mm-hmm. But she is a terrible person.
1: And she's deeply self-interested when it comes down oh, to it. Yeah. And, you know, so are most of us to some extent, but it shows up in some sure. very upsetting ways. Uh, so I just looked up Ana de Armas because I was about to say that I feel like she's very young, but I wanted to check that she's not like, you know, way older than I think she is. Uh, she is, in fact, she's younger than I am. She is 32. Oh, she's the same age as me. Yeah, and also, fun fact, which I am excited by, and probably nobody else listening to this is, is that I immediately guessed from her husband's name and is correct that he is Catalan, which I am excited about because that's my research area and because I have a thing where I immediately look at names and I'm like, that person is not Spanish, they are Catalan. That is really cool. <clears throat> so, uh, she's yeah. apparently Cuban. Very cool. Yeah, and yeah, and his, her husband is Marca Clotet Fresquette. Is described nice. here as Spanish, but it's actually catalan <laughs> Wikipedia, which never refers to people as catalan I feel like you should go in and uh just like edit start. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that still her husband? Oh, uh oh no. Apparently they are no longer together.
0: I was about to say, I'm reading that she's with Ben Affleck, and that what? Oh, come on, you are no. better than this. You are better <gasps> than Ben Affleck.
1: I watched Dogma recently. That is Ben Affleck. Like I just don't love. I don't either uh yeah oof and I I don't love Ben Affleck and oof that's an age difference yeah Um, that is a like I guess we're not quite old enough to be her father but we're getting there age difference it's
0: one that makes me a little uncomfortable for sure I don't love that uh, she apparently did a movie called Exposed with Keanu Reeves that I am now going to have to go watch because I also love Keanu Reeves.
1: Also, she has, by the way, supported voice support for the black Li- for black lives matter for equal pay for equal work and same sex marriage. And has criticized the family separation policy of the Trump administration. Oh, good, good. This yes. is an actress we can stand behind. Very yes. nice. So Ana de Ademas, as far as I can tell, has good politics, which is always good. Yeah very nice
0: she's gonna portray marilyn monroe really neat yeah and the biopic blonde based on the novel by joyce carol Oates. Ah, uh, i am so excited cool. to see her career
1: yeah yeah no i mean she's she seems great like she you know is still pretty young she has her whole she has like a, most of her career ahead of her and uh, you know she really like as i said this is the first thing i've this is, this is maybe the only thing i've seen her in still no i guess mm-hmm. i saw her in no, I guess I saw her in Blade Runner.
0: She was in Blade Runner. I have not seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine yet
1: I do not remember who that character is to be honest, but i I have weird feelings about that movie which we don't need to get into <laughs> so
0: yeah, that's I mean she's definitely to be fair, the start of her career uh, was not uh, in America from the looks of it or not uh, English speaking right. English yeah English speaking movies. Um, which is not to say that they're, I mean, I'm sure they're wonderful. Um, just in America, we shy away from foreign films, unfortunately.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd be curious to see some of her uh, her Spanish language material. I would too, but yeah. Thus far, I have not. One is uh, Mentiras y Guardas, which translates in the English title is Sex, Party, and Lies.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely
1: excited to see her range (laughs) yeah everyone looks vaguely unsavory in in what this movie is clearly going for so i'm curious very nice like it looks like the kind of movie where everyone is having sex and on drugs so which is a very different role for her assuming she is included in that than this movie
0: yeah this movie she is very uh clean Mm cuts uh she cannot tell a lie Mm -hmm. uh Family is important. She loves her job. She's very good at her job.
1: Mm-hmm. That scene
0: makes me cry every single time.
1: And including that, she, I mean, she also clearly must be very, I mean, so she's, I'll just assume for the sake of argument that her character in the movie is supposed to be close in age to the actress since we don't know anything otherwise. Sure. So let's just say like she's in her early 30s and she's, like, is she already, like, she's already a registered nurse? Yeah. Like, I that's, mean, it's.
0: It's possible, but, yeah, like, you had to really like she, push and, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, she could, like, really hustled, like, and especially because, like, her family clearly doesn't have a ton of money. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's awesome. Good for her.
0: Also, really want to quickly, briefly mention the Jaden Martell, uh, who's the kid from It that plays the alt-right grandson in this.
1: Um, oh, my God, that is who that is.
0: Yes, it is uh, um, Bill. Billy? Bill yeah yeah from it yeah um and i love him in this i feel like he doesn't project any of his lines which i don't think the character calls for which is right uh, um an interesting choice but if you turn on closed captions and just see what he says i know it's great it's so great
1: i feel like i appreciated his character way more watching this with closed captioning on and getting a sense of his lines Um, yes and also the the way other people relate to him is amazing. I mean, like Richard's line about what he is doing in the bathroom, which some yes. future minute we'll get to discuss, is like I like cracked up.
0: So good. I also really love his parents that are like, we just don't understand the internet. We don't know. What are you talking about? Like, he's mm-hmm. he's a great kid. Like, that's the general vibe. Right. Um, especially when his mom is um, uh, Ricky Lindholm who I always want to say is my age, but I think she's got a few years on me now that I think about it. Mm.
1: Hmm. I didn't realize that she was that young.
0: Yeah, she's she's if she's 40, she's barely. Huh. But then again, maybe... <laughs> I may be thinking she and uh, Kate... Um, I cannot think of her name. Garfunkel and Oates. In my mind, um. I started listening to them in my teens, and they weren't much older than me, but... I may be older than I'm thinking. (laughs) All right. So thank you again for joining me this week.
1: Uh, It has been a
0: blast talking with you. Um, We got some great minutes here. Although I don't think there are many minutes in this movie that are
1: not going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I think think they're all good.
0: Uh, So for one more time, please tell our listeners where they can find you.
1: You can find me at my podcast, Media Evil, where as a medieval historian, I talk about medieval movies and other media, and for the most part, why they're wrong. I think I actually have forgotten to give the Twitter for that, which is uh, at Media Evil Pod. And you can also find me personally on Twitter at Sarah F. Decker.
0: Very nice. Uh, you can find the show Knives Out Minute by Minute at Knives Out Minute on Twitter, For me, you can find me at my blog, which is MegGriffin.com. That's Meg with two Gs. I am also on basically any social media at Meg Griffin with two Gs. Um, The podcast will be back on Monday with a new host and a new guest. And I know you're as excited as I am to find out who that is. Uh, So I will not spoil it for you because... We ended on a quotation that was a full quotation. I got to leave you with some mystery here.
1: True. Always (laughs) leave them hanging.
0: Always leave them hanging. That's how you get them to come back in. (laughs) All right. Join us again on Monday with a new guest. Or sorry. Join us again on Monday with a new host and a new guest. And I'll be back in a few weeks.
1: And I will not. But thank you so much for having me on.
0: (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) Bye. See you then. Bye.